Hi, everyone. It is Dr. Colleen Meyer with Meyer and Mintz LLC, bringing you another version of Fearless in Pink. And today we have a wonderful, wonderful guest. You're going to absolutely love her. Her name is Suzanne Song. She is an internationally renowned New York bestseller. And uh, her book is called 100 Days of Positivity, Hope, and Growth. She is the owner and host of the podcast, The Level Up Mindset. And she's going to talk to us a little bit about her self-discovery journey and um, her book and her podcast and all the wonderful things that she's doing. Welcome, um, Suzanne, to uh, Fearless in Pink. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. So tell us about your journey, because I, I know that you, your book is about helping people, 100 days to get people in the right mindset. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Sure. So um, I was born and bred in Scotland, and a few years back, I decided to move to Vancouver, mm. which was amazing. And then I ended up deciding to move back to move in with a now ex-boyfriend uh, down in England. So that kind of fell apart about two weeks before I was due to fly, which meant that my whole life was turned upside down and I ended up back in Scotland, somewhere mm. that I said I would never, ever come back to. I was just, I didn't want to come back. I wasn't happy. So that was quite a shock to the system. And it took me down a pretty low path. I just got to a point where I wasn't happy anymore. I was really unhappy, actually. I'd hit rock bottom and I thought, where is my life going? I'm 20. Was I 20? No, that's a lie. I was like 33. <laughs> I don't even know what age I was. 32 or 33. And I was back living at home. I had no job. And I was single again. And I thought to myself, how has my life gotten back to this point again? The place that I never, ever want to be. And it's worse than ever. So, yeah, I find myself asking, you know, what is the point in everything? And that was the moment when I realized that I should probably get some help to figure out what's going on inside that head of mine because it wasn't healthy. And, you know, I'm not ashamed to say, like, I just wished I wasn't here. I just wish that, you know, life can be tough sometimes and going through heartbreak and going through shocks of any kind can, you know, trauma of any kind can really tear you down. So got through all that, went and found a hypnotherapist and I worked on myself. And in that process, these books were born from my experience of the ups and downs of going through a self-discovery journey. And, you know, there's so many positivity pushers out there that are like, just stay positive and you should be happy every day. And I'll be honest with you, that is just not realistic in the slightest. Mm -hmm. So these books are there to support people who are wanting to grow, wanting to work towards whatever goal they have and it, they're there to support them on the days where they get setbacks, emotional or physical, or the days where you just don't feel like doing it, or the days where you just think, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm not good enough to do this. They're there to pick you up so that you will keep going and so that you don't give in to fear and give up on what you're working towards. You know, it's interesting you say that because I think um, probably most women, men too, have gone through that where you're at a certain point in your life and you feel 
And this could be young people too. You know, I'm talking like you were saying 20, but you end up being in the 30s. But this does happen to people even in their teens where it is, where am I going? What am I doing? You know, and I've had that where I've had to start over at a, you know, at a certain age and you're like, okay, now what, you know, I've come this far and now I'm here and I feel like I'm back to where I was before. And, and we want to beat ourselves up and we, and we do some of us thinking about, and I have done this myself too, you know, why am I even here? You know, what is, what am I contributing to society or um, to my family? And it's those dark moments, you know, but, but to say we have to be happy all the time and positive all the time. It's not realistic. And I think that a lot of people go through what I just, you just shared and what I just shared. And for me, it was, you know, my kids, you know, my kids were my, were my joy. And, and I, I pushed through that, but I think it's, it's so important with that. No one's going to be happy all the time. And, and, and this, like you said, those dark days that creep in, when you have those dark days creep in for you, because they happen to all of us, mm-hmm. what does that look like? What is your process of, let's say a dark day is happening. How do you pull yourself out of that? What is your process and your thought, pro- your thinking? So it, it really depends on what kind of day it is. So if it's a day where I'm not feeling motivated mm. and, you know, there's, you know, there's so many things that we can do, but there's so many things we don't because there's lack of motivation. So if it's a motivational down day, then it's really about doing things to make me feel better. You're not motivated because maybe you've just woken up, you're still a bit tired or you just can't be bothered. So when it's that and I'm procrastinating, what I tend to do is remove myself from my area. So a really great way to become more motivated is to even just get out of the house, just step out the front door. If you step out the front door into a new environment, into some fresh air, that might motivate you to go for a walk. You know, sometimes I can never be bothered working out. And I really want to do it and it feels great after I've done it, but having to do it can can really be tough. But what I've learned from that is that every time I think like that, I also think back to a time when I did work out when I didn't feel like it. And I think of how great that felt and that motivates me to go forward. So if it's motivation, that's what I do. If it is more emotional, as in I'm having a bit of self-doubt, I'm wondering whether everything I'm working towards is going to get anywhere or if I'm going to ever meet the right guy when it comes to things like that, then I kind of go within and I will, you know, read positivity books or I will, you know, read things about manifestation, about law of attraction. And I'll also look for support from friends. So having a good support network and people that really care for you and aren't just your fair weather friends so to speak are what really makes a difference and I guess in terms of the book that is kind of like the friend that is there for you when you can't phone your friends at five in the morning because you have a question about what's going on in your life and you need that instant comfort and that instant kind of hug you know that virtual or that physical hug kind of thing that's what they're there for so that's what I usually do. It sounds like uh, it's all about catching yourself in a certain mindset and changing it like you're saying thinking back about remember when I worked out that felt good 
Yeah. You know, or, and then thinking about, you know, changing the way you, you, you're thinking at the moment. You know, I had a friend of mine, he was married, he's still married, but I think at the time he was married for like, I don't know, 34, 35 years. And I said to him, you know, how, how has it been being married all those years? You know, what's, and you're happily married. What's your secret? And he said, it's all right here. Mm. You know, every day I say, I love this woman. This woman is amazing. She's everything to me. And instead of saying, oh, you know, she's irritating me. There's, you know, clothes on the floor or, or whatever. Um, he said he never did that. Or if he started to do that, he would change it to be, I love her. She's amazing. And he said, it's all, it starts right here. And it's the way we talk to ourselves. Do you yeah. find that to be true for you too? Absolutely. So what he's doing there is he is using affirmations. So affirmations have become really, really big. And the funny thing is we all use affirmations. We're just not aware of it. And depending on whether they're positive or negative, will then have an effect on your outcome. So an affirmation in its simplest form is, a statement that you say that is true to you. So deep inside us, uh, we've got self-limiting beliefs like I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. I can't do it. When you believe in this, then what you do is you create situations where these things make your affirmation reality. So with your friend, by him affirming to himself, I love my wife. I'm so happy with her. He chose to focus on the good things that he loved about her because the more you focus if he was just focusing on oh my god my wife's so messy she doesn't ever do this she doesn't support me she doesn't do that then he's got so much focus on it that the brain will actually and this is proven will filter out anything he's not focused on mm. and will then focus on the things that he's thinking about so that's why <clears throat> we need to think more positively it's not a woo-woo thing it's not magical it is literally the law of attraction it's literally how your brain works because we take in so much information and there's only so much you can on a conscious level see so the brain will basically filter anything you're not focused on and anything that you're thinking about it will gravitate more towards that so yeah I absolutely believe it 100% (laughs) I almost like I'm gonna do that and it, it you know it works it's just because it's this constant positive, like you're saying affirmation inside of your brain and your brain's going, yeah, yeah, you know, and um, I thought it was amazing. And, you know, because usually you hear people say something like, uh, you know, well, you know, I ignore this. Or, but but that was a, when you're saying how, how long you how have what's a secret to long marriage. But his was so different. And I thought that was impactful. Because it was, it's all about what you say to yourself, whether it's you're talking about a spouse, you're talking about, um, am I smart enough to go to school and get a degree? Am I smart enough to apply for that job? You know, my, my brother has just recently applied, uh, got a job and he had called him. He wanted it. It was something that was really just amazing for him. And he picked apart his whole interview process. And I told him, why, you know, why do you, why are you doing that? That's just putting that, you know, negativity, you're rolling this around in your head and then it's going to manifest itself. And I, and he got the job, but it's just, why do humans do that? Why do we 
look back and say, and start picking apart all the things that we do? I think it depends on the human, really. Um, We seem to be programmed to, or we've learned to really criticize ourselves. And I think in this world now, it's even more to the point where we compare because we've got Instagram, you've got Facebook, you've got TikTok. You can compare yourself to anybody in the world, anywhere in the world. And it's that comparison that causes us to then pick at our own things. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's not it's, it's not good for anybody. I think comparison is one of the biggest goal killers for a start, the biggest dream killers, because if you compare yourself to everybody else, you create so much fear and so much self-doubt that you don't continue. And you think, now nah, I'll leave it to them because they're better at it than me. Not realizing that these people that we compare ourselves to are probably feeling the same way or probably look to other people and feel the same way. So, yeah, I think that's that's one of the reasons why. And, you know, uh, when I was working on my dissertation on women business owners, our research and then prior research. So uh, we were looking at um, other research that was already done literature reviews and we found that women tend to have lower self-confidence or self-efficacy and a higher sense of fear in business than their male counterparts what 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 would you think um might cause that and if you were coaching somebody on getting over that what would that what would that look like So I'm not actually sure why it is. I don't know whether it's over the centuries of, you know, men are stronger than women and Mm -hmm. this whole inferiority thing. And just, you know, nowadays it's, we're addressing that finally. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know whether it's, it's just been from centuries of that passed down through generations that has caused it. Um, And how would I help someone through that? Well, the main thing is really building up self-esteem. It's building up that confidence. Um, It's almost like having to fix the things that we've learned from a young age. You know, like women, Mm -hmm. we have to we have to be careful when we're walking out at nighttime or going anywhere alone or being in a new city. These things are programmed from a very young age into us. You know, I've spoken to men who are like, what do you mean? Like you can't walk alone at night in the dark. It's alien to them. So it's these programs that we have that we need to change. So in order to change them, it's about changing that inner story, affirming more positive things and becoming more confident in yourself. I think when you can do that and you have that inner confidence, that's when you become more fearless. I love that. And I think I, I agree with you 100%. I think it's, it's how we're programmed and it usually starts to shift about 11, so which is puberty. And I think going back to what you said about how we compare ourselves to, you know, what society says that we need to look like or um, dress like and and, yeah. and how that affects the, the mental health or mindset. Yeah, like from a young age, I used to read um, Cosmopolitan, actually. And mm. I remember looking at, I think it was Beyonce or... Catherine Zeta-Jones was in one of them. I remember you used to flex through, I used to love her. And I remember seeing her skin and thinking, oh my God, her skin is just perfect. Mm-hmm. It must have been about 12 and I'd just broken out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was really down on myself. I felt ugly. I felt dirty. I wasn't. And I used to 
scrub and scrub and scrub my face to the point where it was painful. And the funny thing is, now when I look back, I realize that that was airbrushing because I didn't know that existed. I genuinely thought that that was how these celebrity skins looked. And even with their bodies as well, you know, I used to starve myself and, you know, I used to think I was fat all the time because I'm seeing all these, not realizing, because I was quite naive when I was a kid, that it was all fake. It was all computerized. It was all edited and smoothed out or slimmed down. And that all filters in and it, it makes you perceive this woman is the perfect woman that everybody's going to love and she's successful and she's confident. And in order to be that way, I have to look that way. It's all going into your subconscious mm-hmm. at age. And yeah, it's about repairing that or changing that now. We're having to fix all the stuff that's happened when we're kids. But once you do, it makes a big difference. When you went, you started your journey, what was maybe the one or two of the biggest ahas for you? Like, wow, you know, that makes sense to me. What, what, what were some of those when you first started your journey? So I had always known about positivity and I kind of understood a lot about the subconscious. Um, So for me, the biggest wow moment was actually when I published my book. And I had had someone message me and just say, you know, thank you. That really resonated. And I'm so glad that there's someone else out there who feels the same way I do. The aha or the wow moment for me was I did that. I actually did what I set out to do because it was probably one of the first times, if not the only time, I have said that I'm going to do something and seen it through to the end. And what it made me realize was that I can do this. Like I did this myself. I never went to uni and I never used to think I was smart enough. I never really enjoyed English that much. I never said I was going to write a book. I did it. I even told my friends who believe it or not, didn't believe me. And when my friend read a bit of it, she actually laughed and she went, this is actually good. I didn't expect it to be. So that (laughs) happened was, I did that. So then what happened was it changed my complete mindset. And I thought, what else can I do? So for any women out there, anybody out there who is maybe struggling with that or working towards something they haven't quite got there yet, just keep going. Because see, once you do and you hit that end goal that you set out to achieve, it not only means that you've achieved that, it opens up so many other doors because your mind is now open and your mind is like, whoa, I can do this. So you've literally changed your I can't belief to I can. And that's when you start to do more. So that was probably the biggest one for me. Oh, that's I, I love I love that. And I, I love that your friend said it is really good. I think <laughs> that, um, you know, friends, you know, friends are like family sometimes um they still see us as you know kind of well, I know what my, my family does you know when we're goofy kids you know yeah. here we are later in life and they still we, our siblings still see us sometimes as goofy kids um let's talk about your uh your book sure uh, so it's a New York book and I the title correctly 100 days of positivity hope and growth yeah that's this one right here oh, yeah I, I love that it has the word hope in it thank you so so tell us because positivity you know whichever we, like you say everybody knows but but I think like we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast you and I were talking about that there was a point in our lives and we felt like we had no hope 
And I think hope is important for people. Absolutely. Hope is what keeps you going. You know, having that hope there and trusting that things will work out is really powerful and on the days where nothing around you is working out and where your day is just as bad as it you know as bad as it could get hope is the thing that will pull you through so I it was really important I put that on there I'm, I'm glad that you pointed it out actually it's because there were moments in my life where I just thought this is never going to end I'm always going to be here and I don't know how to get out of this dark place or this emotional low and it was the hope for something better the hope that I would get to where I wanted to be the hope that I would finish writing this book that was what carried me through those days and I hope to inspire people and you know remind them to be hopeful as well because I was at this point that some people might be going through right now and I share a lot of those experiences that I've had in there with my readers so that they can really resonate and understand that they're not alone in this and that someone else has gone through it as well and there's light at the end of the tunnel you know and I I sometimes think um you know when you're walking through your journey whether it's self-discovery or it's educational or professional whatever journey you're, you're walking through, sometimes we fall down. Yeah. You know, that's okay. And yeah. I don't think people see that. As long as you get up and keep going, it's okay. Absolutely. You know, we, is, go ahead. Sorry. No, that is basically what the message is, is. And I think we need more of that. We need more people to say, hey, you know what? I know that it's tough and it's not always going to be plain sailing and you're not always going to get everything you want, but that doesn't mean that you're not good enough or you're not doing well enough or that you have to give up. Um, and you know, that that's what these are here for. These are for those days when you're like, Hey, here you go. Like, you know, if you can prepare for those days in the sense that you accept that you will get them from time mm-hmm. to time, then they're a lot easier to manage because it's not as shocking the first time it happened to me in fact what inspired these books and I still remember this night when I wrote or I wrote the first five pages I was doing amazing I was you know I'd come out of this I had a job and I'd over my ex and I was moving on I was feeling great and then boom I just had one day where I was full of anxiety really worried about something and I was so mad at myself for being so negative and that's when it hit me I was like People need to know that this journey isn't always going to be up and you're going to get down days, but it doesn't mean that you give up or you've undone everything that you've done in the last few months. It just means that you've had an off day. Put yourself back up and keep going and stay consistent with it. So, yeah. I love that because I think that gives people the freedom to be not not perfect. Yeah. Perfect doesn't exist. Perfect doesn't exist. It's it's funny. I actually have that in my book. there's a there's a part in it where I talk about perfection and how you know there's no point in being that way because perfect to every person is different so you can never be perfect to everyone and we're trying to please everybody but why because what you might think is perfect might be different for me so do we become chameleons and just adapt to everybody or is it much easier to just be yourself I think it's just easier to be yourself. You know, I think one of the most enlightening things for me was 
as you get older, you don't care as much what people think about you. You know, the, you're the, you know, you know. Okay, maybe I'm not a size three. Maybe I, who cares? Or maybe I'm not whatever people want to be that we worry about when we're young. You get to the older, and it's like who cares? You know, and you know, somebody said something to my daughter once, uh, my youngest, when she was, I don't know, early twenties, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, she has uh, this beautiful white skin, and you know, because we're, um, I'm I, part Irish, uh, her dad's part Irish, uh, so she has this really beautiful white skin, and she was coming out of a home improvement store, and someone said to her these two guys but one of them said to her you know you would be good looking if you had a tan and she she was so upset and so she cried and she didn't want to wear pants or I mean she didn't want to wear dresses or shorts anymore she just wanted to wear pants to hide this who that's part of who she is and I remember telling her who cares what they think It, it means it's it's nothing it means nothing and it took her, you know, she's 35 years old now, and it took her years to get over such an insensitive comment. And it, she, it, her self-esteem was wrapped up in this one comment. And it's like, who cares? I don't care. Don't like it. Don't look at it, you know. Yeah. But my grandmother used to say, you can't put old head on young shoulders. Yeah. So... It- it's freeing to, as you get older. Absolutely. I actually think my twenties as fun as they were and as drunken as they were, um, emotionally, they were not fun. Whereas when I got to my thirties and I was more secure in myself and just more chill about things, that's when life got easier. So I understand Mm -hmm. that when people say, Oh, my best years were my thirties because Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not about, where you are in life it's more about where you are in here mm-hmm. and I think a lot of us grow up and we have so many experiences that we have to grow up that then we realize what matters and what doesn't so yeah comments comments like that don't matter oh my god no like don't get me wrong comments like that used to really upset me I remember mm-hmm. I was so insecure when I was younger I I used to have lots of makeup on I used to wear fake lashes because I was so insecure about my eyes and just my whole face and Someone posted a comment when my friend tagged me in a, a makeupless look. And it wasn't even a comment. It was like a paragraph about how I was deceiving people because I was so ugly. And I covered it. And you know what? Like I still remember it. I remember the feeling like I'm over it now and I'm very happy with who I am. But it was a really harsh thing. And it stuck with me for a couple of years. So I, I completely understand where your daughter's coming from. But once you get out of it, you're like, oh, my God, that guy was. A well, I think you're that. beautiful. Oh. I, I don't know. You know, people hide behind, you know, the Internet and think it's OK to say, yeah. you know, horrible things to people that are inappropriate and untruthful just for the sake of being a nasty person. Yeah. But hurt people hurt people. So mm-hmm. now whenever I get that, I. I tend to feel sorry for them. I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel really sorry for you that you need to hurt someone else because you mm-hmm. must really hate yourself in order to do that. And then, you know, when you get into that mindset, it really doesn't matter what people think or what people say about you because you genuinely don't care 
And I think mm. so long as you're happy with who you are, then that's, that, that's the main thing. If you're happy with who you are, you won't care. If you're not happy with who you are and people say something, that's when it hits. Yeah, so, yeah. I think so too. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. That's good insight. So let's talk before we wrap up. Let's talk um, about your podcast. Sure. Um, the Level Up Mindset. So, you know, tell us about it. Where can we find it? How can we listen? So the Level Up Mindset is available everywhere. It's on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, just all the main ones. In fact, Buzzsprout is where I host it. So there it will tell you everywhere it's available as well. And it's basically about tips that I share about my own experiences, about the things that I'm going through and what I've learned from them. And also gives you insights like we've spoke about today, things like how to feel better when you're having a bad day, how to get motivation back, you know, how to, you know, look at things when things aren't going your way, how to feel good about it or how to stay positive. So they're just like little, they're very short. I don't do very long ones because I can't talk for that long without... (laughs) you know messing up so they're usually about 15 minutes or so but quite like my books in the sense it's short and sweet to the point advice that will give you that instant pick me up that instant comfort so yeah the level up mindset is just a wee extension of the books you said books yeah books sorry um have I not told you yes oh, I... yeah. the only book I was aware of was 100 days of positivity hope and grow I love that uh, and okay. you kept saying books and I'm all books <laughs> Yeah, so actually, I I don't know why. I'm so sorry. I also have 100 Days of Healing from Heartbreak. I love it. Thank you. This one is, as the title might suggest, a bit more specific and a bit more niche. And it really holds your hand through the journey of heartbreak. So from the very first time where you're in shock that your relationship has ended or, you know, whoever you were seeing things have ended with, all the way to how to accept it what to do when you feel angry to realizing and analyzing your relationship and not romanticizing it anymore Mm. has a little bit more on working on yourself on on your standards and your boundaries all the way to dating so again it's in the same format it's very short little you know little segments there but they're to really support someone through that because I know what it's like unfortunately I've had my heart broken more than one time mm-hmm. and I've got enough experience to give advice on it and help people through and give them that hope that things will get better I love that so you can find your books on Amazon Amazon yes um the second one so the healing from heartbreak one is just on Amazon mm-hmm. and this one here the first one is actually available in Barnes and Noble as well as Walmart online mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can get them there too. But Amazon, everybody's got Amazon now, don't they? <laughs> They've got Prime, so that's probably the easiest place to get them from. Well, um, well I want to say thank you for coming on, and we're going to share with our audience how to get a hold of uh, how to get a hold of you um, as far as um, your books, you know, your books, and if you have a website, and um, of course your podcast, the Leveling Up Mindset. So we'll make everybody gets that information so they can. But you guys, you got to get this books, 100 Days of po- uh, Positivity, Hope, and Growth, and 100 Days to... Of healing from heartbreak. Healing yeah. from heartbreak, you guys. <laughs> Not getting over it, just healing so that you're at the point where you realize you are still a badass. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> Thank Thanks you for so coming. For Thank you for having me. Speak to you soon.